Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show on this Friday afternoon. Now, today's podcast is a little bit different. We are going to do a live examination of the mainstream media. I follow several news outlets and I'm curious. I'm starting to believe that because of this election season that we're in, that we have the mainstream press hiding stories, hiding positive stories for our country. So let me give you a real time look at some good news today that is and I'm not going to get political. I don't want this to be a political podcast. But I want you to be able to see for yourself the divergence of reporting that's going on today. So on, on one channel, this is one of two news channels that I follow. On one channel, the headline reads, Heroism Immortalized. Trump awards Medal of Honor to Army Sergeant Major Thomas Paine for rescue of 75 hostages in Iraq. And that's news that I like to hear because I'm a veteran. I served in the military. I served in the Army. And to see this young man get awarded this Medal of Honor is important news to me. That's the headline on one channel. Now, let me show you the headline on another channel, which is probably considered mainstream news. It's probably considered the mainstream media. This is the headline for September 11th. Oregon fires force hundreds of thousands to flee as deaths rise. Now let me go back to the other channel. I want to give you some follow-up headlines to kind of see if we are onto something when we think that the media is not just uh, avoiding certain news, but maybe they're hiding certain news from us as followers. So the second news piece on one channel is the push for peace. Trump announces deal between Bahrain, Israel to normalize relations. Wow. Wow. Now, let me go back to the other channel just to give you a little perspective. I'm going to I'm going to finish the headlines on that channel. Neither one of those. We have a historic peace thing going on in the Middle East, a deal between two countries, and we have an Army veteran soldier awarded the Medal of Honor. And I'm going to see if that's on the other channel. So the, the headline is, Amer Oregon fires force hundreds of thousands to flee as deaths rise. Uh, America will always rise up. Trump and Biden commemorate September 11 attacks. Uh, Florida can bar ex-felons from voting if they owe court payments, appeals court rules. Hope fades for stimulus checks, federal jobless aid. I walked away with my life that night. Wounded Kenosha medic tells his story. Uh, he had a twisted umbilical cord to Trump. Michael Cohen's daughter reflects on his time with the president. Uh, mom speaks out after trampoline accident causes stroke paralysis in 13-year-old. 
why Prince Philip won't be returning to Windsor Castle with the Queen after their summer break. Latest stories, TikTok's new boss takes over a very hot seat. At worst hit COVID state, New York's Cuomo called all the shots. Want to instantly upgrade your home? Give it a name. Trump just couldn't stop himself from spilling his guts to Bob Woodward. Fauci, I have to disagree with Trump saying the U.S. is rounding the corner on coronavirus. And this one tickles me. Jimmy Carter says Willie Nelson smoked pot with his son on the roof of the White House. So let's talk about that a minute. If we want objective news, just the news, how do we get that today? And, you know, I, I'm not a journalist. I'm not a journalism major. But, you know, I'm just curious, you know, have we lost journalism in this country? Do we have a source of news that is in the middle of what people that might be on one side of the political aisle want to hear and on the other. And, and I always thought, I always thought that there was honor among journalists, that their job was to report the news, not to always make it an editorial. And I, I just wonder if I'm the only one that's seen this. And, and you know, if, if certain people don't have access to certain news, is there a coordinated effort to limit what people hear? And could the problem in this country, this is probably the deeper question, is the problem in this country because of the media's slanted reporting of headlines? That because they only cover one perspective, or even worse, if we're talking about journalistic integrity, they hide another perspective. They hide good news in order to make things look worse than they really are. And I is that ethical? Is that ethical for a professional journalist to hide the news? And I can't help be suspicious that this is not something that's come, coming from the reporters themselves. I think every reporter, every journalist wants their stories reported in the headlines. I just think that's, that's logical. You know, if I spend time working on an article, uh, I would want it to be shared with potential readers, especially readers that follow my news outlet, my channel, whatever, whatever medium I use to, well, to make a living. So I don't think it's the journalists themselves, even though I do think there is a journalistic slant to one side. I think it's the news media management. I think it's the, the people that run these news organizations, that there is a, uh, well, it's almost a deliberate effort to hide anything that might have political ramifications. In other words, if they think it hurts one perspective, they share it. If they think it benefits another perspective, they hide it. And, and you know what? Lying by omission is still lying. If someone's hiding the news from people, how do you not interpret that as an outright prevarication, an outright lie? 
And I hate to be cynical of the news. I mean, I, I grew up on mainstream news. We had three channels growing up, and we watched the evening news after supper almost every day to see what was going on in the world. And I remember the transition as a, as a child into uh, an adolescent, into a teenager, into an adult, where I really started to, to appreciate the news. And to, to think, it, it just blows my mind, to think that the news was slanted and it wasn't objective blows my mind. I, I mean, I look back and I hope that there was journalistic integrity at one time in this country, that we could turn on the news and get unbiased, honest, tough reporting of the news. I just don't think we get that anymore. I think everything has become editorial. And, you know, I'm looking. I am looking for a news outlet that is 100% middle of the road, doesn't give me an editorial, doesn't hide stories, doesn't push one narrative and hide another so that I can look at the news and not have to switch back and forth between two different channels all the time to try to figure out what is going on in the world. I mean, good gracious, we have a peace deal in the Middle East that was just brokered, and it's the second one in, I think, a month. And it's not being covered by the mainstream news. It's not being covered by the feeds that are on our phones. It is being hidden from us. It is being, it is being isolated from us so that if people don't follow multiple channels, they have no way of knowing what they're missing. And I think that is tragic. Shame on those executives running those organizations. And you want to know why there's polarization in this country? I think it's directly proportional to the polarization that exists in the news. I mean, think about it. If one person is inundated with one perspective 24 hours a day in this 24-hour news cycle, 24 hours a day, they get the same negative perspective about, let's say, a politician or let's say a perspective, let's say an ideology. How do they not get impacted by that? How do they not get corrupted by that? And it doesn't matter which side you're on. If there is no such thing as objective reporting, people are like sheep. They are being, they're being herded into one ideology or another. And I think that's that's the problem. You have these people who, who spit vitriol and hate at one candidate over another. And it's because of the news that they watch. It's because of the perspective that they have. We are living in the most politicized media times of our lifetime. And I don't know how we get it back. How do we get back to objectivity? How do we get back to telling the news? to giving a headline that is not slanted. Because here's the bigger problem. Even the, the headlines are slanted to one political view or not. And I've read over and over in the past that many, many people get their news from the headlines alone. So if you wanted to slant a perspective on one channel, all you have to do is make the headline sound negative and people will say, oh, that's a negative story. It's negative about that individual. We have two candidates running for president. One is totally, totally getting beat up by the mainstream press. 
everything you read is beating that guy up. Another guy is getting omitted from the mainstream press. He is not even being covered. So how do you, in 2020, not realize that that we're not getting the truth from the media? How do you not realize that we're getting herded like cattle into ideologies based on what we have access to? That's the tragedy, folks. That's the tragedy. And you know, you keep thinking that maybe after the election it will get better. I thought it would get better after 2016 and that things would go back to objectivity. But it doesn't. It just begins the next cycle for the next election. And regardless of which side you are on, you know, I, I, I was willing to die for this country as a veteran so that people would have the freedom to believe what they want to believe, to worship the way they want to worship, to speak freely of their mind. And now that media has robbed that First Amendment right from people who are just ordinary. If I have this ordinary common belief and it doesn't line up with the mainstream media and that gets into the headlines, I can be villainized. I can be almost crucified for my belief in the mainstream media. And we saw that with the young man who was wearing a red hat at Washington and the, and, and the media just excoriated that young man. I mean, now he's, now he's the, the college that he's trying to get into, uh, some, of the, some of the people that are uh, associated with that college, some of the alumni are trying to block him from admission because he was in the wrong place wearing a red hat and just stood there and took abuse from someone who was political. And then the mainstream media picked up on that and just ran with it, just drug that kid through the mud, through the muck. And he was on every mainstream channel getting, I think, just abused by the media. And, you know, that's one thing that, uh, that I'm pretty proud of. I think that young man has uh, settled with at least one, maybe two of these news outlets that they have had to spend a lot of money for the, uh, the abuse that they perpetuated on that young man. And I think there's more that are going to settle. So if you think about that, we can't even watch the news and get objective reporting anymore. And if we do have an opinion that is divergent from the mainstream media, we can get blown up on social media. We can get blown up on huge news channels that have a mouthpiece large enough to ruin someone's business. I mean, I've, I've heard of people getting uh, fired from their jobs because their opinion, their thoughts were spread over the mainstream news channels and it caused a problem for their company. So the company let them go because they were a distraction. So is that the type of environment that people want to live in where yeah, you know, we are we try to be informed and watch the news and, and read the news and and be updated on what's going on in the world with current events. And yet we have to vacillate back and forth between different channels just to try to get to the middle, to the truth, to some center 
of reality rather than the periphery of editorial and opinion? I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the solution is. You know, I, I honestly think that there is space. There is opportunity for a company to start a news channel and truly, truly go back to the roots of journalism, to the roots of the honor that people had in the news, the commitment to, to speak straight to people, the commitment to give people the value of information that has not been tainted with ideology, with politics, with opinion. I, I would love to sit in a journalism class at any major university today and just ask a few questions. Just say, hey, l help me understand what journalistic integrity is today in 2020. What do you teach people in Journalism 101? What do you teach people in advanced journalism classes? If I got a master's degree in journalism, what kind of values would I bring from that? What kind of honor and commitments would I have as a journalist? You know, doctors have the Hippocratic Oath. I don't know if there's an oath that journalists make to be objective and fair and tough and discerning without being political and ideological and corrupt. Here's my point. If you're hiding news, if, if we don't see the news about the peace deal in the Middle East on mainstream news, that's corruption. That's corruption because you're hiding positive news from the masses, from the people. And if we have to, if we have to look for it, then shame on you. Shame on any channel, any platform that is lying to the people that sometimes spend money to follow them. If you pay for certain news uh, products, you're, you're paying money to be lied to. And it goes back to what I said earlier. Is omission a lie? Is omission a problem that is ethical? I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. I guess for the me in the meantime, I'm going to have to keep going back and forth to get the news. Um, I do try to be objective about the news and get information, not politics. Uh, I do have an opinion. I do form an opinion, but I base it on both viewpoints, not just one. I take things in and, and make a discerned opinion about facts. And I, I'll tell you, the more you taint objective media, the less value I find in you, your profession, your organization, and your worth to the community. So this podcast is about going big. We're not afraid to talk about difficult things. It, it, we're, not, we're not afraid to challenge the status quo. And, you know, this, this idea of going big, this idea of being crazy enough to win means we have to engage in difficult conversations. 
And this podcast, I hope you find valuable. I hope this is a podcast that you share with others, that you that you point to others. I mean, we have listeners around the world that listen to our podcast. And on every continent except Antarctica, we have people that, that download these podcasts and, and get a flavor for what it's like to be in the United States 2020. And, and for those of you around the world, I don't want you to have a negative view of this country. I mean, I'm, I'm sharing difficult things, but I'm so proud to be an American. I am so proud to be an American on 9-11 as we remember that, that horrible, terrible day. Uh, you know, people make jokes about remembering where you were when tragedy hits, but I, I remember exactly where I was. I was teaching a class for a business. Uh, I remember we stopped and everybody quickly put on the news and we started watching the news to see what happened. And uh, it, it was almost surreal. Like we couldn't, we couldn't believe what we were seeing was real. 9-11, 19 years ago today. This podcast is for crazy people. People crazy enough to win. Until next time.